0: Welcome back to another podcast. What an exciting day. Uh, I'm superiorly excited for the topic that we are going to be speaking today. It's something that has, you know, so many fundamental truths towards it and so many unique perspectives. So I'm pretty excited about this idea of uh, what are going to be discussing today. And the podcast, uh, you know, we're trying to build it around very exciting topics, which is very unique. It's de- very difficult though. Uh, so regardless, uh, the topic for today is does free will exist? Or is it an illusion? Now, what do I mean by free will? Uh, free will in itself is my ability to make decisions independent of various factors, which could be genetics, which could be circumstances, which could be uh, social pressure, which could be political influence, or uh, anything of that ideas, but uh, not just limited to these, but a lot of varying situations. Uh, like free will for the idea let's say i want to go and take a walk but i am stopped because of external situation which is rains and the dirt on the street so what do i do in such situations do i go out and walk or do i stop that could be one element of looking at free will and uh, that's what we are discussing about and having a unique perspective with a lot of different uh, religious as well as scientific approaches what i'm trying to figure out what really free will can do for us and how do we go about making decisions now why do decisions come along the reason decisions come is because uh, they are so crucial when you are building a strong business you've got to make rapid decisions and at times making the wrong decision can put you out of business and it kind of harm your entire being so that's important it's critical that you don't bet the company you make big decisions but they're not the kind where you're betting the company uh, but you're betting on the ideas and uh, like jeff bezos said you're betting on thoughts which can uniquely add more value and they can make correct decisions for you so, uh, to me, the idea of free will by itself is something which is you know you're thinking, hey, how can free will realistically exist? Does it really make sense, or is it not even real? How does it change the way we think about situations, and how is it that we are actually impacting the way you know decisions around the world is made? So, the idea is, <clears throat> I'm a big believer that decisions are made through a lot of external factors a lot of external factors uh, do play a keen role in how we go and approach uh, you know our decision making process so i am not of the school of thought that hey uh, decisions can be made easily uh, but they are really influenced by a lot of factors i mean making this forecast i am influenced by a lot of factors let's say the weather outside is bad the audio quality is bad so you've got to make decisions as per situations change but let's say my will or my desire is to make my own existence much more important that could be one element of you know what free will really is about but again uh, there are a lot of ideas which revolve free will and it could be one 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 of my favorite views is that of a stoic Uh, You know, you look at it from a stoic uh, mental model. Stoics have the idea of, you know, accepting what life is giving you and embracing change and making things uh, as per what things or predetermined external factors are. Now, uh, just to to go uh, to the core of free will, uh, it entails the notions that we as individuals, you know, have the power to make alternative possibilities and uh, responsibilities for, that we need to take over for the consequences of our choice. Let's say I choose to eat an ice cream, which is very simple, or maybe I decide, you know, I want to go and kill somebody, which is so bad, I want to hurt some lady. Those are evil decisions. Personally, as for me, in, in all of its truth, I do believe that, but you make a responsible choice and say, these things are gonna kind of not help somebody up, but it's gonna hurt somebody. It's going to make life bad for me. It's going to make life bad for my family. It can make life bad for the people that I care and for the person in front who may get their receiver is damaged. So these are not the kind of uh, you know ideas that you should live with. And these are what some weak individuals would do. So that's that's one idea of what free will is really about and the ability to act in freedom. With regards to our own beliefs, you know, our goals and things of that nature. That's been another uh, key element of what free will really is about. You have the freedom to have various philosophical positions like compatibilism. uh, You think about determinism. You think about libertarian societies and, you know, different interpretation and... Context of what society has to offer. Now, at its core, I do believe free will to a certain extent is restricted as well due to geographical reasons, uh, political reasons, business ideas, or the way things have been. You think about a country like Russia, you think about a country like China, which is heavily, heavily stopped from outside news or getting what the regime wants, you know, even North Korea for that fact, uh, only something that. Sustains or is beneficial to the government to the leader is what's shown. Whereas you look at a country like America or probably in India, uh, we are much more. We have much more freedom as compared to other countries. Obviously, we can't go out and uh, you know talk about religion also because that's causing riots. If you go about talk about a bad religion and try to hurt sentiments, that would cause hate amongst people, and that's not that's not what religion is about. It's about uniting people and bringing together against uh, different circumstances. So using free will, you know, just by itself uh, should be done with caution and responsibility, especially as you grow older, you know, when you're young, uh, you may make certain mistakes which can harm you. So you've got to be more careful uh, than ever. Now getting back to the stoic side of view, you know, which is true freedom lies in aligning what? Our will with the natural our will with the natural order of you know, uh, universe and accepting what is beyond our control, which is basically us accepting our controls, uh, what we can control, and <clears throat> along with that, uh, accepting what we can't control, uh, and just letting it happen and taking control of what we can control. And uh, you know, accepting the natural ebb and flow of things. you think about death, you can't control uh, what's going to happen to your body after dying. It's going to rot and it's going to go away. You can't control how somebody else would lead uh, their life to a certain extent. That's another way of thinking. Now, there's another school of thought which is panpsychism and, which is panpsychism and consciousness. Now consciousness in itself by itself is the ability to be aware, uh, of the ubiquitous aspect of reality uh, to a high degree and you know our capacity for choosing things and making basic properties of consciousness like being able to understand uh, what are the different point of view and human exceptions that can be made with regards to a consciousness and you think about something like uh, being able to be aware of your own thoughts what is it, the right decision that you make? You write it on a paper, what is the, your goal? And you make every decision situated around that thought and that choice of being better. That's another way of thinking. Another important uh, school of thought is social constructs on free will. Uh, depending on the kind of social scenarios that you're born into, especially uh, from a wealth hierarchy, economical standpoint, uh, it plays such an important role. You, uh, you know, Richard Kiyosaki's quadrants, employee, self-employed, businessmen, investors, depending on where you are born on your family, you've got to make that choice to say, hell, what do I do? If you're born to somebody who's an employee, you're always going to think like an employee. If you're born to somebody who's born into a strong business family, who's born into being an investor, you have an unparalleled advantage over society to be much more wealthier, to have the better things in life and to have a better quality of life. And... That along with the power dynamics within a given society, imagine now uh, you being born to someone who is poor or somebody who is you know kind of not doing well in your life or uh, your own situations put you in bad, uh, uh, stigmatized work like for example prostitution is one of the worst things that you can put a person into Uh, but people do that because they want to make money and they want to make easy money so all of these women, generally it's always the women uh, who come in from marginalized society, they are forced to work into an industry where they don't have, you know, it's not even a job. It's it's just they are so broken and so poor, and their constructs against society is so bad uh, that they get scrutinized for everything. They they get all the SCIs, they get all the dirt, they get all the unwanted pregnancies. Uh, they get to go through all the hamper. Somebody else makes the money, which is the brothel owner or probably a pimp, the government, politicians, not the politicians, but then I would say the police in and around that situation which has a lot of corruption so these are sensitive topics but then again you have got to look at things realistically not just in India but then this is a global situation you look anywhere any part of the country if there is uh, someone who's been forced into such an industry it's always these few factors now you you can think about libertarian free will which is you know the ability to be incompatible with with determinism determinism is a different topic by itself Uh, you know Libertarian is more of the fact that our choices are not determined by external factors but from an autonomous and self-determining self which is us being uh, much more metaphysical about our own presence uh, and that our mind and consciousness has an independent power to make a decision and that ability to make decisions by itself is what really makes libertarian views so much more freeing it is by itself by its nature free will liberty liberty to do things statue of liberty the freedom that it gives and that is an exciting school of thought and that's something i personally sink in with because that's the core essence of free will in a society but sure free will doesn't exist completely that's something i would say probably 70 percent Now, you think about a Buddhist view of this thing or an existential view. Now, existential view is where, you know, external influences and and limitations on our actions kind of stop us. Uh, It's not about having unlimited possibilities, but about abilities to transcend, uh, you know, from our situation to a better quality of life where we can kind of improve uh, the life that we have around us. And free will should be an objective reality rather than a subjective experience you know where it is constantly given to everybody instead of having it just for one person per se and sorry having that subjective view rather than uh, you know a very objective view over the way it's very much personal to our own preferences rather than having it given to somebody else and having that sort of value is something that's going to add much more quality to the kind of life we are living and the values that we can have for us. And uh, free will has always been, you know, something that has been between two realms, uh, which is, you know, a realm of complex interactions between, uh, the, you know, the physical process of the brain and the non-physical aspects of our consciousness. You, we think about the physical process in our brain, which is uh you know the breathing uh the ability to stop breathing for a couple of seconds our internal regulations our general thought frame about how things are and how our mindset works to a certain set of things and how we evolve to skills which is uh, not inherently good at us and the skill set that we are growing and along with that the idea Of non-physical elements which could be God, religion, our ability to believe in a higher power and what they represent. Now I find it superiorly difficult to pray to a statue especially when I go to a church because I don't believe that the construct of God is in a statue. That's a representation of what God could be like through human imagination. So that's my point of view which might be offensive to some but it's it's a realistic view and that's what uh, you know free will is realistically all about so keep punching love you guys as always take care and let me know about your thoughts